July 11, 1804, Aaron Burr shoots Alexander Hamilton and is then drafted by the Minnesota Vikings. Welcome to The Revisionists. I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers. I'm Kira McKaylin. Our special guest for tonight's episode. Kira, tell us a little bit about yourself. God, I can't answer that well. I'm a comedian. I run a monthly show at the Deer Pile called Two Truths and a Lie. It's every first Thursday. What's the concept of the show? Uh, pretty much the title. Yeah, Comics means. tell stories. Some of them aren't true. <laughs> and one of them specifically is not true. <laughs> yeah, well, it's rounds. It's like a game. So some of the later ones are also not true. Well... This is the first episode. If you haven't listened to our introduction, I just want to recap the idea of the show. We pick a random topic from history. One person is going to present the actual true story. Another person is going to present a crazy, made-up, bullshit, alternate history. And then we decide which version we like more. And that becomes our accepted history. Yeah. And so much as we literally go back in time and change it to reflect we, the, the Yes, we literally, we literally do uh, that. Are you going to, like, we, Wikipedia change it and, like... No, uh, we have an actual time machine, and we've decided to use it exclusively for this. Oh. So. That could backfire. Also, if I knew how to edit Wikipedia at all, <laughs> I, I would consider doing that. Yeah. So, our topic that we uh, chose for this episode, our first one, is Alexander the Great. The G. The A-T-G. Yeah, the yeah. OG of... <laughs> the, the OG of Gs. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Macedonian gangster. Mm. And, uh... Yeah, the MG. All right, so Kira, you were a fan of Alexander the Great when I mentioned that this was going to be the topic, correct? Correct. All right, so you chose to present the true, the true story. Yeah. Zach? Well, and and just to be clear on our functions throughout the show, <laughs> Brian's going to be presenting the alternate history in this mm-hmm. particular episode, and I will be acting as. An old Southern judge. <laughs> Wait, why a Southern judge? All the best judges are Southern, except I, the worst ones. Yeah, <laughs> some of the worst, yeah. the worst judges <laughs> are, are Southern, but they're charismatic. Have you seen my cousin Vinny? Great. Wait, are, like wait are we talking uh, real judges? Fictionally, they're pretty great. Reality-based Southern judges have a poor track record. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, uh, yes, I'm going to be playing the role of... <laughs> this podcast available in states North Carolina <laughs> yeah. and up. Yeah. In the uh, Union states. So yeah. somebody who has oh, no... this is terrible. My heart I've still hurts for the Union cause. I will pretend I have never heard of Alexander the Great. I know nothing but the hills on which I was born. <laughs> and developed this really? improbable accent. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm sure they're beautiful hills filled with lovely and enriched people. Yeah, not I mean, to. What does it take to become a, a judge in the South? What sort of background? You'd be surprised how little it takes. Uh, we said the shack I grew up was a law school, and Alabama was like, cool. So, now I'm a judge. They gave me a gavel. Do you know how many A's are in Alabama? Ooh, at least six. <laughs> at least six. Yeah, right, so, depending on the conditions. Good, These guys good judge of words. I'm going like to talk this. to me as a child who has never heard of Alexander the Great. Doesn't know why he's so great. Did he get an EGOT, maybe? That could be it. I don't even know what an EGOT is. I really... It's, it's, a, it's a 30 run. You know what? It's Egypt. <laughs> Greece. Ottoman Empire. Oh. Different. Different. And... But. The Vatican? And the Anatolia Award. <laughs> Turkey? Turkey. Well, no, that's, that's the Ottoman Empire. Empire yeah. 
I mean, it was like Germany and Turkey, though. Right? What? It's a twofer. It's about? a twofer. I mean, yeah, the OT would just both be for Ottoman. We're capitalizing. <laughs> beginning of the word. Yeah, great. Um, let's but go let's, with that. yeah. So, Mister Mister Great Alexander was born at uh, 356 BCE. Uh, the numbers go down. For their people, <laughs> so he dies in three, he dies in three twenty three. Doesn't Benjamin Button out of it? But uh, <laughs> he was born to Olympia and Philip, one of whom is a cooler name than the other. Um, his we father, all <laughs> you know, Philip's pretty jazzy. Yeah. Um, so King Philip was actually there's a lot of his reputation of him being kind of the guy who established uh, Macedonia, but he it was. He was pretty okay when he got there, but he made it better. Um, he was pretty okay when he got there. <laughs> you know, it was... It was fine. It, it didn't require the gentrification. <laughs> the it was in the process <laughs> of that that level of gentrification. He just put up a few more... Yeah, put up, opened up a few artisan, artisanal pie shops in Macedonia. <laughs> I'm supposed to give him the, the real history. And right, like, right. I'm adding in some pie shops. Was... Peter shops, I think, would be... As More though accurate. Macedonia was Chuck Berry and Philip was that new sound he's been looking for. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Um, so Alexander was uh, pretty precocious from a young age. He was uh, tutored by Aristotle. He uh, One of the more famous stories about him uh, from his childhood was Taming Bucephalus, which is a horse with a superhero's name. Mm-hmm. And uh, supposedly, I was STD. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, well, that's the name I mean, of horse syphilis, actually. <laughs> and he tamed it. That yeah. horse is cured now. <laughs> yeah, the, tamed was the ancient word for curing. I say. <laughs> yeah, um, you know that horse had a <laughs> bucephalitic <laughs> issue <laughs> that was. <laughs> yeah, that's how Al Capone died. Horse, horse Al Capone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no. Um, I think one of the reasons that we attach great to the name, you can talk to some historians that um, prefer that we don't use great anymore because it's very sexist, but that's <laughs> it's for another time. <laughs> Ominous laughing yeah, the, at that point. We should it say is. Alexander the Great. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, Alexander of Macedon is how he's typically referred oh, okay. to now. Uh, anyways, but when it, he's sort of infamous Alexander for having never. Mastodon, sorry, <laughs> dude, you know how hard it was name. for me. I actually like somewhere in here is a note that he wasn't a mastodon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Remember, <laughs> <laughs> he did have horns, though. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that in the future. We'll get to the horns. Right nice. now, we're still in childhood. He's tamed a horse. So it is possible it's very he impressive. Was some kind of hell demon brought forth to. Uh, it it's been um it's been suggested, but um. So, anyways, he takes over as uh, commander of the the cavalry, the companion cavalry at eighteen, and assists his father in essentially strengthening the Greek hold, which is fun. Um, <laughs> he became the king at twenty. So at 20, he was doing better than me. Yeah. He uh, yeah. probably would have had his associates, at least. So he became <laughs> king at, at 20. Like a and vocational school. <laughs> you know, I mean, he clearly had a trade, which <laughs> was conquering the world. He was yeah, really he good at that. Uh, very much so. He's a man of the people, <laughs> specifically the conquered people right. that the he... The downtrodden Persians. <laughs> Saying Noah Baumbach's mumblecore movie about Alexander the Great at 20 yeah. years old. Maybe it would have been a little different. 
Uh, screaming a... and screaming. Yeah. The screams of the comedy. <laughs> Um, actually, he was pretty, he was pretty well liked. He didn't have a lot of use for the people once he was conquered. He wasn't very into, like... People? Yeah, he wasn't really a people person. He was an owning people person. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but he'd actually conquered Persia at the age of 26. He had a vendetta against Darius. I believe Darius was also the third. They were at threes at this point in the BCEs. Yeah, they only had four names that they named people at this point. Yeah. And they Darius, you could only Alexander, go up to four. Philip and Olympia. Actually, there, yeah. was, one, there was one woman's name. <laughs> Olympia. <was> extraordinarily confusing. <laughs> um, a lot of places and women, all the same. Mm-hmm. Made for a lot of good double entendres. They hadn't invented those yet, but they said them all the time. <laughs> they just had entendres. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, so actually the thing about conquering Persia, I mean, one, it, like he had really good strategies. His... Uh, his method for conquering Persia involved not actually infiltrating Asia, but going around Asia Minor and sort of conquering everything coastal and then working his way inward. He also employed engineers to help, like, repair and uh, create equipment for his armies. So he had some some good moves when he was trying to defeat Darius. He actually was not the one to kill Darius. That was a gentleman whose name That's I don't know if I had. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. I have his name written down somewhere. Not somewhere that I wrote. Well, we know it's either Philip, Alexander, (laughs) or Darius. Yeah, I think this gentleman's name began with a B, I want to say. I want to say Bannis? Philip. (laughs) Philip? It could have been Bucephalus. could have been named after the horse. Uh, But that gentleman, actually, he was one of the admirals, I believe, for Darius III. Killed Darius III, which upset Alexander, who therefore set out to kill unnamed man. (laughs) 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 <laughs> who served a pretty important role or in this history. Something yeah. 20-year-olds still get upset about today. Yeah, he was upset about that. Um, let's see, what the, some other cool notes. Um, I guess the other big thing, oh, the horns. We can go there now. That's yeah, a, I've been wondering about the horns. So he's often defected, depicted <laughs> depicted as having horns. No, he's, he's de- I've seen him depicted as having horns. <laughs> Um, well, you mentioned a lot of stuff was recorded after his death. So. Yeah, um, but it, I mean, monetarily speaking, he... <laughs> that's right. I did read about this. He is uh, very frequently depicted as having horns. There's a couple interesting things about this. Uh, one, this has to do with the legend of him walling off the hordes of Gog and Magog, who essentially they're like Mongols. They're nomads. They're warrior nomads. But if you go into some conspiracy theory shit, they're demons. Um, <laughs> and he was the one who walled them in. <laughs> Uh, in the Quran, he's portrayed as having horns, supposedly because he's from Greece, if I understand right. There's also been, and I was trying to find some sources to back this up, and I unfortunately couldn't find the ones I was looking for, but there's been suggestions he had osteomas, and he just actually had bone spurs coming out of his head. Which has been suggested that it created some discomfort on his frontal lobes that actually happened to make him a great warlord. But his contributions... Make headbutts more effective. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I that's think... how they fought wars at this point. It was head- headbutts. Yeah, it was, a head- it was headbutts and wrestling. <laughs> they were rams yes. back then. Um, <laughs> all of them just cheap fighting. <laughs> really sheep. accurate, my version. Mindless Once sheep. they came up with punching, it was like, this is a game changer. <laughs> yeah, that's that was his punching. contribution. I'm doing the real history, but that was his contribution was punching. <laughs> Actually, that um, was invented by Jonathan Punch and 
1902. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That is a long time ago. Way to go. after guns, yeah, surprisingly. It's, it's, it was originally called arm gunning. I like... <laughs> that's why they call it the gun show. I like... <laughs> sorry, I had no, to. No, that's fine. Um, I, I accept. Uh, I love this on myself. Yeah. So we, like, created clubs before we had punching. I like that. <laughs> that's how history... We, we achieved fire to get to punching. Um... <laughs> He had a lot of contributions. The library in Alexandria, one of the many Alexandrias, as he tended to name cities after himself, except for one that's named after that horse. <laughs> There's a lot of Alexandrias and one Bucephalus. Uh, his contributions were ultimately, he was pretty kind to the people he conquered unless they did an uprising, in which case he would just murder everybody. Um, so as long as you were fine with him on your money, he wasn't really that bad of a leader. And because he conquered so much of the world, he gave us uh, common language and established trade routes that were still used after his empire wound up being dismantled. He's sort of attributed for the spread of Greek as a common language. And for his death, there's an interesting story that it was actually prophesied by Colonus, who is a Hindu prophet i think punjabi i want to say his nationality was he's 73 i'm hoping that the prophecy was more than i'll bet he dies at some point <laughs> uh, it's, 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 it's actually very really. poetic yeah that's because <laughs> um, that's, that's just people <laughs> i'd be willing to make that prophecy about a lot of folks <laughs> but you know the one you that's not true for it. <laughs> a little bit i heard the the slight tinge of an accent there this is a little more tinged on you by the end of this we're it's all gonna be trying <laughs> By the end of this, we're all trying. Like Every single so... one of us talking in a thick southern drawl. <laughs> Some better than us. <laughs> this is going to be very racist against southern people, and I apologize. No, I, no, like... I say this Alexander here. <laughs> he, uh... Is that Foghorn Leghorn? <laughs> he's southern. He's no, the he's, avatar he's, of the he's, south. Yes, he's southern. He's also a cartoon. <laughs> I want to say. I mean, yeah. really... We want to generalize about chickens that are also cartoon characters. A lot of them are from the South. Chickens love the South. <laughs> Science fact. But uh, you were saying about uh, uh, the prophecy of Alexander's death. <laughs> um, so Colonus was a Hindu prophet. He traveled with them for a part of their adventures. The end of his reign, by the way, I'm not really doing this chronologically, but most of this is true, aside from, you know, the notes about names being four. They ba I mean, essentially, he wanted to conquer the world, but eventually his soldiers were just like, we're tired and we want to go home, so they mutinied, and that's why he stopped conquering people. That's really... He never... He didn't lose, he just... His men were tired. And, um... <laughs> so on their way back, Colonus, who's 73, uh says essentially that he doesn't want to be disabled, and he's just like, uh, he wants to die by self-immolation, which is a popular way for monks to go out. It was it's a, it's a style. <laughs> but uh, this happens... I like, I like the idea at some <laughs> monk high school, when they're just like, do you hear Chad self-immolated? He is so sexy. I was gonna okay. say hot, but I thought it was too much. <laughs> he's... <laughs> So yeah, uh, Alex says no, by the way. He doesn't like the idea of uh, immolation. We're calling him Alex. I feel comfortable. I've, I've read a lot about him. It's like he's here I think he was us. a good guy, um, aside from the mass murdering of people. He was really into trying to kill Darius. That was the one he was like really trying. Other than that, it was all 
And he got kill blocked, man. By yeah. Sabasis or whatever. We Bubba. should look Bubba. that up. Bubba, 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 <laughs> Bubba Booey. Um, <laughs> he yeah. said Bubba Booey, Bubba Booey, while well, he killed Darius instead of Alexander. Oh, wait, I think I found it. Bessus. Bessus. Old Bessus. The Southern Judge loves old Bessus. Alex did not, though. He killed him pretty horrifically. Anyway, so on his funeral pyre, before he dies, Colonus says, um, we shall meet again in Babylon. Just a little vague, but, uh, sort of attributed that he was referring to the fact that he'll die. Go to Babylon. I don't know. <laughs> that was a popular de- <laughs> destination. Destination. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, right after that, he came down with a fever and he, he died. It's it's generally accepted that he died of malaria. There's some theories that he was poisoned. Um, they think his half-brother Ptolemy might have poisoned him. There's some things about some of his many lovers. One of them might have done it, but there's yeah, not really a lot of... Bellasis. Did he get to... How close was he with that horse? <laughs> I mean, he named a city after it, which is... Pretty close. That's yeah. very close for man horse <laughs> relations. I mean, he didn't name any cities after any of his wives and or lovers, for that matter. So... <laughs> it is well, you know one point to horses not it's not <laughs> recorded to people <laughs> i mean that's um, how he ended all his relationships with his lovers just i'm going with the horse yeah exactly <laughs> oh his body was lost his wife killed some people she had a son he's dead he didn't do anything <laughs> surprised if he were still alive <laughs> Your prophecy has come true. Another tenth. Uh, he died when I believe he was thirteen. He was killed off by one of the one of the people that Cassander was his name because it was very feminine to me. Cassander. Cassander killed Cassander. Alexander the Fourth, and um, he had no other children. Stopped with him. He was thirty-two. Died of a fever. He All was right. a G. ATG. All right. So the alternate history of Alexander the Great. It starts out pretty much the same. He was born to King Philip of Macedonia and, uh, you know, grew up being groomed for the throne. At a young age, he does encounter the horse Bucephalus. An interesting story. Uh, the horse was offered as a gift to his father, but his father saw the horse, like, going apeshit and saw that he couldn't be tamed. So he's like, oh, I'll give it to my son. Uh, but Alexander managed to tame him. I posit that Bucephalus allowed himself to be tamed because Bucephalus was mad with a lust for power. Wow. (laughs) Different kind of lust. Yeah, well, I mean, there's many different kinds of lust as we'll (laughs) oddly discuss later. It's a theme. So, yeah, Bucephalus and Alexander, they grow up together. Alexander becomes groomed to take the throne. uh, And Bucephalus... Is, is groomed by Alexander as a horse? Yes, he, uh, yeah, that requires he grooming. Also groomed to keep him shiny and glossy. Um, <laughs> Alexander was kind of low; he didn't want to be a, a great warrior king. But Bucephalus was so mad for power that he gave Alexander the motivation he needed to finish his training and become the greatest warrior in the known world. So he just to ask you: Is this a Mister Ed situation? <laughs> yeah. Is it psychic connection? <laughs> uh, well, no one, no one knows for sure. The, oh, the fossil the record doesn't indicate the truth. Exactly, the sands of time. I, I mean, I imagine it was some sort of telepathic connection. This isn't fucking TV. It's not right. like a talking horse. It'd be fucking ridiculous. <laughs> the horse mad with power. I just voice. The horse was voiced by Eric Roberts. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a talking horse. Uh, like six people will get that. But Bucephalus gives him the motivation to become the greatest warrior in the known world, which is, like, 
six blocks, basically, at this point in history. But, uh... <laughs> I mean, I think you're going to want to re- remind, revise your estimation of how large the world was. Or how long a block well, is. Well, at this point, they didn't know that much about I the I mean, world. granted, there's, like, six roads, so we could argue yeah, they, that they the, the Silk like Road is a block. Back. What? It was and actually it was. a succession of turtles. Yes, a succession. <laughs> like a baton. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, it was a small turtle. It was more of a pyramid scheme. <laughs> oh, like, oh, like a the turtle. Like a the turtle <laughs> yeah. So Alexander uh, becomes king at age 20, and he leaves Macedon- Macedonia. <laughs> yeah, he leaves Macedonia, which is a country made out of mashed potatoes. It's an exact replica of Macedonia. Um, he leaves Macedonia... Uh, and begins to conquer the Persian Empire, and he founded a bunch of new cities, all named Alexandria. Oh, they were named that before. No, no, he founded them and named them Alexandria. Oh, he found it. He like didn't multiples, find each one in a row. The way you phrased it, it <laughs> sounded like conveniently. Conveniently, <laughs> yes. Oh, Alexandria. Well, you you must be on me? the right path. All you seem conquerable. And but wow. every time he named a, every time he named a city, he completely forgot because. Every time he found a new city, he was bonked on the head with a coconut, and it wiped his memory clean. <laughs> don't ever say that to a girl named Alexandria. Don't ever... That I'm going to bonk you on the head with a coconut? <laughs> no, that she I seems conquerable. That... Oh, okay. <laughs> that seems con... I wouldn't say that to anyone, let alone, let alone depending on the name. I don't know. I'd, I'd say that to, like, a, a small stack of paperwork. I guess it's not a person, <laughs> small but... stack of paperwork. <laughs> I can do this. Small stack of sentient paperwork. <laughs> I mean, really, that's objectifying the paperwork to me. But... I mean, maybe a, maybe a sea cucumber. They right. seem pretty, pretty conquerable species. Well, yeah, so the, of the species, they are the most conquerable, <laughs> other than, like, spiders. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think they've got the market cornered on, like, screaming women. Cucumbers? <laughs> no, spiders. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. Well, what about mice? I think mice have a strong argument to make. They do frighten the elephant population. Yeah, there's a proper details. <laughs> right. It's actually they mythbustered that it is it's a thing. Really, <laughs> they, they, they don't like I, mice. Like, but they don't scream and get on a stool and run away. <laughs> well, they trumpet and back up, which is oh god, I do remember that. Yeah, yes. I'm legitimately surprised by that. Yeah, well, I think everyone kind of was. Many orders of magnitude bigger. Well, it the seems other. like some fantasy cartoon Looney Tunes yeah. bullshit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, and actually, if you if a gun backfires, you just get a bunch of soap in your face. Um, oh, if you bend the barrel of a gun and point it back yes. at your own face, turns Nothing out it doesn't shoot you. I have tried this many times. It's my <laughs> Wait, method. you tried shooting yourself with a bent gun? <laughs> it was my preferred method of suicide, and it's ineffective. <laughs> so, yeah, he begins conquering the... Per- uh, so I'm still kind of stuck on Macedonia in my head. <laughs> I was gonna say self-immolation more effective if you ever want to give it another yeah, go. Self-immolation. Oh, I'll give. I'll look into it. I'll give the pamphlet. <laughs> when you're 73, you can apparently predict death as you I die. Mean, you can also just put it up on your suicide method review site. Dotcumbler.com. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Thien says two thumbs up. <laughs> as he moves throughout Persia, he does fight with Darius, but Dar- Darius was actually controlled by a talking house cat. So. A lot of the rulers in the ancient world were influenced by uh, psychic uh, power-mad animals. Which were all the rage at the time. Yes, all the rage. It sounds like a a Pokemon world where the animals, the monsters control the people and make them fight. In Japan, yes, it is the Pokemon. But it's it's just animals in Greece. I always think kind of a Son of Sam situation. (laughs) 
I mean, Pokemon Son of Sam, there's not much... Pokemon was based on the Son of Sam. <laughs> yes. A lot of people know that. Son of Sam was actually based on Pokemon. <laughs> As he moves into Persia, he begins to adopt a lot of Persian customs. Uh, the most controversial of these, uh, proskinesis, which is the practice of having uh, your subjects bow down before you and kiss your feet, uh, which Alexander loved because he was, like all Greeks, a huge foot fetishist. Uh, Bucephalus, the horse who had guided him all this way, saw that he was, and he was like, hey man, this is not cool. I, it's a horse language, he doesn't actually say it again, right. it's psychic. It's, psychic yeah. it's implied, but it's implied. But yes. the look in his deep brown I'm eyes. I'm assuming Alexander's disrespecting him because, again, the horse doesn't have feet. Again, <laughs> horse hooves are not a turn on. No. Everyone knows that. I mean, you could... You could put the it, least sexy part of a horse. Right? <laughs> I mean, you could put... As opposed to the ears. Just, well, uh... <laughs> They're velvety. Have you seen the way they kind of flicker? <laughs> they not, seem... <laughs> let's not go further down this hole. Although, if you do put an actress's name into Google, hooves does not come up as a possible image search. <laughs> Proof yet again that hooves are not sexy. I bet ears would... <laughs> Okay. Yeah. However, my... yeah, velvety flickering ears. <laughs> Natalie Portman's velvety flickering ears is it what I have up here. It seems probable right to me that there is a lot of My Little Pony porn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, there probably is. Anyway, um, so we're talking about we're talking about uh, Bucephalus telling Alexander that it's not cool to be worshipped, and Alexander, upset at being embarrassed by a horse in front of his in front of his dudes, makes Bucephalus do proskinesis before him. He does, and he totally sticks around, but their relationship is, like, never the same after that. The last straw came when Alexander was trying to uh, invade India and sort of get into that region. He was confronted with these armies that had elephant cavalry, uh, and he kept remarking out loud about oh, how cool elephants were and how much better they were than horses, like, right where Bucephalus can fucking hear him. It's insensitive. Yeah. yeah, well, Alexander's kind of become drunk on power at this point. Um, That's what happens to the sensitive ones. Their intense weakness to... The smallest mammals. <laughs> right. But I feel well, like they still had mice. <laughs> right. Like. Didn't have Mythbusters for Looney Tunes back in ancient Greek days. <laughs> That's one part of history that remains the same. <laughs> but no mice? No, no. Uh, mice weren't invented yet. But I feel okay. like if you hadn't seen Looney Tunes, you would never try it. <laughs> I feel like there was just like one mouse that just like one day was like dared by his mouse friends. Like, you know what you should do? It's like you should go run up and. <laughs> Just run up to the elephant. What is? I don't know what the stupid dare would be. Bucephalus has had the last of it, so he fakes his own death to get back at Alexander to sort of teach him a lesson. And Alexander is so distraught by this that he names a city after his horse. And Bucephalus, uh, they never find his body. So he could still be out there. Alexander falls into drink and depression and uh, foot worship. So you mentioned the conspiracy theory of Alexander being poisoned. Uh, and I found a whole list of different suspects. Uh, Antipater, who is the man he left in charge of Macedonia. Which would translate to no father, wouldn't it, if you know Greek? I think so. Um, which I don't know (laughs) how that would work. Latin, Greek, Or Voldemort. Yeah. Voldemort. Who is more Voldemort? (laughs) Um, it's from French. The T is silent. (laughs) It's It's actually with a man. (laughs) It's not from French. It's an anagram of Tom Marvolo Riddle. Voldemort means flight from death in France. Oh, yeah. French. Whatever. Listen. Um, we'll save this for a Harry Potter cast. <laughs> Antipater, Iolus, his son, who was also his wine bearer, who had easy access to uh, to poison him. Three of his generals, Socrates. None of these people actually poisoned him. They all did. 
just in succession, they would go in, put a little poison in his cup, and they would hear the next person coming in and hide behind a curtain. In total, like, 39 different people poisoned Alexander. So it's a murder on hid. the Orient Express yeah, situation. And they all hid underneath the curtain. And he didn't, he didn't notice that his cup was overflowing with poison because he was too distracted by the 76 pairs of, 76 feet sticking out from underneath the curtain. And like, they're, they're all just like hanging out there and they're not asking why the other dude's there. They're just like, I'm just going to pretend. No, they're playing it cool. Oh, that's... Have you never poisoned anyone? Well, I've never hid behind a curtain afterwards. <laughs> I mean... Then you haven't poisoned anyone. If Polonius taught I mean, us anything, it's that when you stand behind a curtain, play it cool. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get stabbed. Um, that seems more like a Macbeth thing. Something very Shakespearean. Just, don't get stabbed. You can go behind the curtain. Yeah, it's Julius Caesar. No, Julius Caesar was stabbed like in front of a curtain. Well, yeah. Oh, well, no, they're played, so they were all done in front of a curtain. <laughs> <laughs> Which would mean at some point they were behind the curtain, and it's really important not to get stabbed exactly. when you're behind yeah. and no one can see it happening. In the early days of plays, actors were constantly getting stabbed. <laughs> it was very dangerous back then. It was. Seen a lot differently. And that's that's the story of Alexander the Great, uh, king of Macedonia, and his horse regent Bucephalus, who again might still be out there. Ghost horse. Yes, power lust horse. Ghost lust horse. Dot org. <laughs> so those are the two stories. Uh, Zach, you have a chance to weigh in. Hmm. Jeez, two beautiful tales, both equal in majesty. <laughs> In fair Macedonia, where we lay our scene. Um, In fair Macedonia, land of mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> which, which I would not be surprised if it were, like, in an episode of Adventure Time. <laughs> we're fresh out the gate, and I think it's fun. We should walk, not run. I think the first time I'm going to stick with original history. Uh, history 101, Alexander the Great. My vote goes towards... I'm raising my hand because this is a podcast and you can't see it, but it's a very victorious gesture. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mildly One victorious. One of the most Kira. impressive, Hope possibly... Loser. <laughs> oh my gosh. One of the most man. impressive, possibly gay or bisexual men in history. I don't want to give his glory to uh, some stupid horse. <laughs> That's that <true>. had syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, he was cured, we oh, right. yeah. as we discovered. So if your horse has <laughs> syphilis, real... <laughs> something, something. Tame it. Tame, tame that horse syphilis. Ugh. Gross. All right. Well, Kira, thank you for being... I honestly would have voted for your story also. Thanks. I'm and... not sure how accurate that was. I thought it was a little... I mean, the whole thing's revisionist. Revi- revi- <laughs> I mean, basically, after a certain point, history yeah. just... Oh, it's called the revisionist. <laughs> <laughs> I just got it. Before we uh, before we sign off, Kira, would you do the honors of reaching into the hat yes. to draw the next topic? I'm gonna pretend it's a deeper hat. <laughs> it's a it's a regular My topping hat. hat. It's a, yeah, it's a stovepipe. <laughs> it's all the rage now. It's Abraham Lincoln's actual. Hat. Oh, it's Caligula. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all right. There's nothing. Don't we can sound do with too Caligula. excited about Caligula. It's weird. Oh no! It's like, That's why I'm excited. Ooh, Caligula! Ooh, Caligula! Said a lot of women before terrible things <laughs> happened. The Caligula-themed erotic fanfic. Ooh, Caligula! <laughs> right, exactly. it's a Caligula-themed life, just like Alexander was in Alexandered. Really, that was just. 
Oh, a conquer themed. Yeah. He's pretty one note in his accomplishments. I don't think he played clarinet or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Head not You're not. Yeah, head Taming things. Taming. Yeah. Head, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's a little. That's that's kind of well rounded. Horse taming, conquering people. Well, I mean, he used the horse to <laughs> dog whispering. People. Dog whispering. Yes. And you said he was getting out. He was kind of getting done with his whole conquering phase at the end of his life. Maybe he was getting into like the end of his thirty-two year old life. Yeah. Yeah. That's still pretty young. Did you get into, like, jazz? Uh, I mean, you know, he had a lot of... He had a lot of sex. I guess that's kind of a hobby. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a good good hobby to have, isn't it? If you're at the point where you're calling it a hobby, you are having a lot of sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before we head out, by the time this goes up, we should have cover art designed by uh, our friend Josh Hollis. And we want to give a big shout-out on air to him. Yeah, many thanks to Mr. Hollis. If you want to suggest a topic or leave any comments, you can do that at revisionistpodcast.com. I guess that's it for our first episode. But Kira, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. For being here. We'd love to have you back again. Totally. Uh, Every single week. Every single week. Cool. So this is your new job. Yep. We're not paying. We have some history books in the back (laughs) and a four by three room for you to sleep in. For everyone here at The Revisionist, I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers. I'm Kira McKaylin. We'll see you next time.